break out and song a little Pink Floyd for everybody today. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Yep, thriving again in 2010. If you want to find out more about what we're up to, go to our website, www.thedrpatshow.com, or go to drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. Yet that song was played by Mr. Benny for a very good reason. And the reason is we're talking with Patricia Stallworth today, and we're talking about money. Do men and women think differently about money? Patricia Stallworth, the author of 27 Savvy Financial Strategy Books for Men and Women, says, yep. But things are changing. We got a little changing going on in the air. What a great conversation to have with her. She's spreading the word about minding your money. She's been doing it for years. She's CEO of PS Worth Financial Education and Planning Company and the host of Minding Your Money Minute. It's a radio podcast. She's joining us here today because she's got a message and she's got something she wants to say that both is helpful and is a call to action. So, Wow. Patricia, thanks for joining us here today. You know, 27 Savvy Financial Strategies, Books and Tapes. I mean, you know, you, you wrote two books, one for men and one for women. And so there, there's got to be a reason that you decided to do that. Could you tell us a little bit of why that is? Well, there's several things going on. First of all, uh, men and women, little boys and little girls, are still raised very differently when it comes to money. And the attitudes that we grow up with are very different, as well as our relating to how we actually spend, save, and do all those good things that we do with money. So one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to be able to start people off with some of the places of where they're at right now and, and bring them forward so that when we end up, we actually end up on the same page, but we take a little bit of a different route to get there. So it's kind of really cool to be able to sit and, and think about and, and look at our lives and, and understand that optimistically we have the ability to have a really cool relationship with money. And so I wanted to ask you about what that relationship feels like when we have it and what is it that holds us back from truly being a comfortable but stepping into the energy of abundance and money. Some people can't even say the money word. You know what I'm saying, Patricia? Yeah, they have a hard time. And believe it or not, there's some people who have a hard time saying certain amounts of money. Like if they had to say a million dollars, it would really hurt, you know. I mean, (laughs) they they just can't seem to form their lips to do that. And I wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't seen it myself. But But it's really, really true. And the relationship that I that that I think we is really important to get is when you are in control of your money, not vice versa. Uh, there's so many of us today that are really trapped by the money decisions that we've made in the past. We have a lot of debt. We have made uh, poor investment choices. And we've done all those things, and those things are kind of holding us captive. So I would say that the relationship that we want to get to is where we're in control, and money is working for us. It's helping us achieve the things that we want to achieve versus just making it from day to day. That survival mode or that survival mentality. Yeah, it's a tough place to be. I mean, there are many of us that know it quite well. You know, I've been there at certain points and times in our lives. You know, you know, but you're someone that has really taken on the conversation 
and, and and I want to ask you about this. I mean, you have 27 strategies in the book, and you know, I wanted to ask you how these strategies play out for people. Well, is there a strategy the that you know is better than the other? Well, one of the things that you have to do is none of the strategies will really work that well for you if your mind is not in the right place. You know, if you if you don't believe that you deserve certain things, or if you have the attitude that you will never be able to control your money, if you think you can't do it, if you if you're not in that place where you believe those things are possible, then it really is going to be impossible. It's like whether you remember the old saying, if you believe it's true or if you believe it's false, you're right. You know, so it, it's got to be that we get to that place where we do think we can take control and we do realize what money is. So often we equate money with things that it's really not and we give it power that it doesn't have. And so we have to really get back to that realization that money is a tool. That's all it is. It's a tool for us. And we have to learn how to use that tool. It's like we learn how to use any other tool. You know, as we start to learn different careers and things like that, we begin to learn the tools that you use there. Money is the same thing. It's a tool. And we just have to learn to use it. Patricia, you referred to something called a money autobiography. And, you know, that's a really interesting term because what we're now doing by saying money autobiography is, you know, it really points to how we feel about the energy of money, money in particular, as being part of who we are. Could you talk about that? And not only, you know, what is a money autobiography, why is it important, and do we get to write that script? Yeah, you know, money autobiography is it's an interesting concept. What it does is it takes you back and you begin to think about where did my thoughts about money come from? Did they come from my parents? Did they come from my friends? Did I get them from TV? You know, you'd be amazing how many things we get from TV. But uh, it's really, really thinking about where did my money thoughts come from and then beginning to, to really understand if you understand where they came from, you can begin to project or predict what you're going to do in the future because you understand what your thoughts are about money and how you feel about money. And you can begin to make some changes at, at that point. And it's something that I really suggest that everybody do is really some of the, you know, some of the questions to be asking yourself is what is the first thing that I can remember regarding money? You know, and many times we get stuck on these, these sayings that we hear over and over like money doesn't grow on trees and what do you think I'm made of, money and all those kinds of things. So we begin to, to go back to our childhood. And the thing to really look at is to look at whether or not you are doing exactly what your parents did or you're doing just the opposite. You know, you're a rebel. And that begins to give you some insights into how and why you manage your money the way that you do. What is the hope for people that want to make a change and want to make a difference about, you know, the way they not only feel about running? And honestly, Patricia, don't you think, and for those of you just tuning in, you know, we're here with, you know, one of the leading money experts, not just about money and how to manage it, but money and sort of the dynamics in our lives. And Patricia Stallworth joining us here today, you know, for a lot of people right now, money has been brought to the forefront. Forefront. If we go back 18 months, so to speak, there are issues that have been brought to the forefront. So people that wouldn't ordinarily be thinking about money are now thinking about money and have been for about 18 months or so. What do you sense is happening for those folks? 
And what would you say to encourage them to move out of whatever stuckness or, you know, bad feelings they have right now? Well, I think that, yes, you're right, uh, the, the depression, although everybody says we're not in one. When that, when that happened, I think it did bring money to the forefront for a lot of people, even people who weren't really hurt that badly by it still had to stop and think about money for the first time. And for the first time, it's taken really a, a front position. And now they're trying to figure out, oh, my gosh, look what I've been doing all these years. And I wish I hadn't done that because I would have more money. I would have done, you know, different things. And so now they're beginning to think about that. And, and it's, you can change at absolutely any point in time. You Just because you've always done something a certain way doesn't mean that you have to continue to do that. One of the things to really remember, I mentioned earlier that money was a tool, is begin to think of that tool and how you can make that tool work for you. So by taking a look at how you're spending your money and deciding, is that the way that I really want to spend my money? You know, do I want to pay that much for this or for that? Or am I living beyond my means right now? Do I need to scale back some? And as you begin to think about those things, sometimes those are really tough decisions that you have to make. But it is possible to make those decisions, and it is possible to move forward and do things differently. There's there's no reason that you have to do things exactly as you've done them in the past. No reason wow. at all. Wow. You know, we're just warming it up here with Patricia Stallworth. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that love and money quiz. But more importantly... There's a question for you. You know, what are the five things that everyone should know about your credit scores? That and much more with this certified divorce financial analyst and money expert, Patricia Stallworth. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Think about it. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, that's what I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. On the front of the E-Cloth package, it claimed perfect cleaning with just water and chemical-free cleaning that's awesome on all hard surfaces. I was pretty skeptical, but gave it a try anyway. I started on my kitchen windows, then stovetop, then stovehood, granite counters, and finally the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well they cleaned. These results were accomplished without exposing my family to unknown negatives of household chemicals. Cleaners. The cleaning power comes from fiber function, not a chemical reaction. It cleans better and is healthier, money-saving, and eco-friendly. No chemicals, no paper towels, and e-cloths are reused for years. As a Dr. Pacho listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat, D-R-P-A-T. That's ecloth.com. E-cloths are for real. See for yourself. I know you'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. 
Learn to manage your stress, and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net. Now is the time for you to create the life you want to live. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, your personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. With the eye of an artist, the heart of a poet, and the brilliance of a scientist, I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. I'll tell you what the secret didn't tell you, which myths hold you back, and what hidden talents and skills you need to thrive in these challenging times. I'll help you easily transform your life from the inside out. Now is the time to get to where you really want to be, and I'm here to help you get there. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness on the Dr. Pat Show, and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. back everyone welcome back to the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by for more information about us go to www.drpatlive.com drpatlive.com for more information about my very special guest patricia stallworth go to her website mindingyourmoney.net mindingyourmoney.net or you could go to www.27savvyfinancialstrategies.com Lots of things to talk about, but let's kind of talk about the credit scores first. I've gotten more emails since I've started to do conversations about money and credit, and and people are feeling a little bit down and out. I mean, let's talk about credit scores. Patricia, we can't turn on the television without some ad coming out at us about, how do you know your credit score? And Okay, so great. You know your credit score. Then what are you going to do about it? So can you help us here? <laughs> My first piece of advice is the things that say free credit report, don't go there because they're not free. Uh, You have to buy into those kinds of things. There is only, there's just a few sites where you can actually get free credit reports, and one of them is annualcreditreport.com where the three credit bureaus, three major credit bureaus have gotten together, and you can get free credit reports there. You know, so that's that's always a place to go to get your credit score if you don't know what it is. But it's really important to know what it is, especially if you're looking to get some kind of credit, if you need to uh, buy a house, buy a car, any of those kinds of things, you obviously need to get credit. And you also need to know what your score is before your creditors find out what it is. So always check your score before you do anything like that. But once you know what your credit score is, then begin to determine what it is you want to accomplish a lot of people today are looking at trying to refinance their homes, uh, to maybe take out a line of credit, to do different things like that to help them. And so that's where understanding what your credit score is will come in handy because there are different rates associated with different credit scores. And that will give you some idea of what rate you can expect to get based upon what your credit score is. So tell people what they can do to help improve their credit. If you have, if your credit score is low, one of the things that you could do is pay your bills on time. That actually accounts for the highest amount of your credit score. About 35% of your credit score 
is based upon paying your bills on time. So if I know today everybody is busy, you forget things, there's automatic ways to set up to pay your bills and things like that if you're having issues with that. That is the best thing that you can do is to pay your bills on time. Uh, one of the other things that you can do is take a look at the different types of credit that you have because that also is is uh, is important in terms of your credit score. Credit score is based upon five basic uh, five basic things. Everything from uh, paying your bills on time to the different types of credit that you have. The more variety that you have in the types of credit that you have, the higher your score. Also, taking a look at how long you've actually had credit. You know, there is a um, it's called your credit history. So, a lot of people now are beginning to actually close accounts, and you want to be very careful if your if your goal is to try and increase your score. You want to be careful about closing accounts, especially older accounts, because that makes your credit history shorter. So, those are some of the things that you really want to look at doing in terms of increasing your score is keeping those keeping those open that are older uh, as long as you can keep them open without using the money there. So it, it's kind of a, a situation where I have some clients who are very good at having the credit cards sitting there and not using them and some that can't. But if you can keep those older ones open, that's another way to increase your score. So those are just some of the basic things that you can do. Well, I mean, this is a time really where we have to really look at some of the things going on in our lives and make some changes. I mean, you know, what you're talking about is education and information. I wanted to ask you, because you also are a certified divorce financial analyst, and I wanted to have you tell people, first of all, what what that means. But also, I wanted to ask you about the relationship of love and money, and are people really doing okay right now as couples? Well, a certified divorce financial analyst is someone who uh, looks at the financial side and works with couples in terms of getting their finances in order and helping them to really decide how they should be dividing things up. Um, in finance, if you take a look at investments and things like that, an investment at a certain dollar amount is not necessarily the same as another investment because you bought it at different times, you bought it for different prices and things like that. So it becomes really important to understand what your all of your investments are worth, and then that we proceed to really divide those up so you have a fair and equal kind of distribution uh, during the, during a divorce. One of the things that's happening with a lot of couples today is that they cannot afford to get divorced. And so they're, they're being kind of forced to live under the same household, uh, even though under ordinary circumstances they would have gone ahead and gotten a divorce. And so things are very tense and very tight in some households, and money is one of the issues that they have to work through in being able to just manage until they can, can make the situation better. So today I would say we've got kind of two extremes going on. We've got one set of couples who this whole money thing has actually brought them closer together because we're all in this together and we've got to pull our, pull our resources and we've got to help each other. And then we have this other set of couples who are, you know, they're fighting over money and money is a big issue and they don't, maybe they're not so happy with each other as well. So they're, they're at the other extreme trying to figure out how can we make it even though we don't like each other anymore 
Wow, what a tough place to be. So you have created what's known as the Love and Money Quiz. Will that help? I think that everybody, every couple should take the Love and Money Quiz, whether you are uh, married already or you're thinking about getting married. I really designed it for people who were thinking about getting married so that you could avoid some of the problems that people who are already married have in terms of one of the things that we don't do is we don't talk about money. It's still probably our last, our last taboo. You know, we just don't talk about money. And couples, for them to be successful today, they've got to learn how to talk about money because it's an important part of your life. It affects everything that you do. And so it's going to affect your relationship. So you really need to be able to do that. And what I did in the Love and Money Quiz is I went through and I, I actually um, – had you ask questions and ask them and answer them as your partner. So that begins to give you some idea of how well you know your partner. And then the two of you sit down together and look at the answers that you chose. And there are questions like, uh, one is, if you inherited $10,000 today, how would you spend it? You know, what would you do with it? And so it's amazing at some of the answers that people, you know, come up with. And then when they compare the answers, they go, I wouldn't do that. I would never do that. And that, that gives you a fun way. It's a fun quiz so that you can laugh and joke about it. But at the end, you begin to understand a lot more about your partner and how they feel about money. Well, I guess, you know, what you're talking about is if there is kind of a fun way to look at that, which is really kind of cool, Patricia, thank you for talking about that. I mean, certainly you don't want to wait until the resentment and the anger festers up and then it turns out to be something really ugly in a family. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I know that you do is you help people work through various scenarios, but you also help us to come to a place where we have good relationships with money. What are what are you seeing right now is sort of the major obstacle for people to get there, and what's your personal message for everyone today? Thanks for joining us. Well, I think that, that um, the, the one thing I'd like to leave everybody with is to talk about money, just begin to talk about it. And I think the, the love and money quiz or any, anything that just gets you to talk in general, begin to talk to your partner about what is the first thing you remember about money. We talked about the money autobiography earlier. Again, if you have to, just go through some autobiography questions, you know. What did your parents growing up, how did your parents feel about money? Who managed the money in your family? You know, those kinds of things. And you begin to get, to, you begin to get more comfortable. And it's not one of those things where you're accusing somebody of something. You're just getting information. You're just getting to know them better. I think that the thing that we have to do today more than ever, we have to learn how to talk about money. If we can learn how to talk about money, we can talk about and do anything. We can grow fantastic relationships. But as long as we're missing that particular element, we're not going to get anywhere. We're just going to be spinning our will. So my wow. message is talk, talk. All right, and we're starting to do it right here on the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you, Patricia, so much. Give out your website so folks know to have, uh, find out more about you. They can go to mindingyourmoney.net, and I would love to have them go sign up for my mailing list, get some great things. But uh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, what a great conversation because it's going to help us turn our lives around. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show, and we'll be talking about Mind Sight. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 